The NFL is back, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving all new players a can't-miss offer for week one. Bet just $1 on any NFL game during the first week of the season and receive $200 in free bets instantly, no matter what. Take advantage of this limited-time offer now. You heard right. DraftKings is giving all new players $200 in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 or more in any week one game. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now to check out all the great promotions and daily odds boosts. Plus, you can make every game a big game with same game parlays. And you know what I say, Brendan? Bet it all on the bills. Whatever your paycheck was this week, Put it all in the bills. Wise, wise advice. Well, to do that, you should download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any week one game. That's promo code THPN to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Straight Up Sabres presented by the Hockey Podcast Network and Buffalo Fanatics. As always, I'm Brendan. And I'm Taylor. And Taylor, it's the middle of August and we're still doing this thing. Is it still August? I couldn't tell. It's um, I walked out of the shower and I'm immediately drenched in sweat again. As soon as I got dry from that, I'm, you know, just soaking wet again. Wow. So I, I guess I could tell it was August without looking at a calendar. That sounds sensual. Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, remember... A couple episodes ago, I mentioned Rod Gilbert was the Rangers' leading scorer of all time. Yeah. So I just got an athletic notification that he actually, he died. Oh. Yeah. So I'm, I just saw this, like literally as the podcast was starting. So he's, it's an interesting thing. So he played for the Rangers his whole career from 1960 to 78. It's a weird time in NHL history. The 60s were not high scoring and they're mostly really only known for these days. The thing people remember the 60s for is expansion in 67. So the 70s, you know, was a very interesting time. And then the 80s is the time everyone still talks about in NHL history. Completely missed the 80s, obviously, but did not play for good teams in New York. But he's like one of the only Fords in Rangers history who was like a good Ford that they actually drafted and kept, not just poached from another team. Wow. I mean, that's what he's their leading scorer. He has, let's see here, 406 goals and 1,021 points. And you would think he wouldn't be the leading scorer, you know, eventually like they'd have someone with more their original six team mm-hmm. but like you know like i said they just consistently their forwards are like artemi panarin or rick nash or gabrick or like these guys that they got from other teams right. wayne gretzky mark messier right um, but anyway the first quote in here is from chris jury so oh really anyway, i thought we should mention that you know yeah he's uh he's easily one of the weirder names when we did the quiz uh for leading uh points guys uh, for every team, you would expect you would know the Rangers one, and then it's like, wait, who the hell is it? Mm-hmm. But damn. So oh, I can, well, I, I've cheered, you have cheered for a lot of athletes in our lives who uh, quietly were good for a very long time for uh, bad teams that never did anything. So definitely relate to Roger Bear. Respect. Anyway, so since we don't have much to talk about uh, with the Savers, nothing doing with Eichel still, except he tweeted an emoji. <laughs> so whatever 
<sighs> not doing a podcast about an emoji. So I came up with a quiz. It's a modified version of the higher or lower or over under same. We've called it multiple things. We never said I think over there. under same was the name we came up with. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, this, All right. yeah. This is kind of that, but it's modified version of that. All right. Uh, and it's no sabers. It's all different NHL things from mainly the 2000s and 2010s. Okay. I'm into it. All right. Let's start here. 2001 last place and Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. Who played more games in net? Guy Herbert or Jean Sebastian Jaguer? I'm going to say Guy Herbert. You were correct. And it was the last year that was true. He had 41. Yeah. 41 games to 34 for Jaguar. And then obviously Jaguar kind of slowly took over and made the cup a couple of years later. So it is correct on the first one. All right. Second. So one of the interesting things in NHL history, the Calgary flames, a couple of years apart were coached by brothers. Uh, Brian Suter coached them in the late nineties. And then Daryl took over Sutter Suter. I always get that wrong. Yeah. It's there's, there's different families. I'm going to say Sutter, I guess. People say Daryl Sutter. But there's different spellings, and there's, you know, it's not just these guys with the six brothers. Whatever. There's a mm-hmm. lot of a lot of ins, a lot of, a lot of outs, a lot of what have yous. So anyway, Daryl coached them to the Stanley Cup famously. He coaches them again. I'm not including this. Uh, not including that part of it. So the question is, who coached them longer? Did Brian coach them longer? or Daryl. And again, this does not count Daryl's second stint, just his first stint, where they made the cup. I'm going to still say Daryl. Incorrect. Uh, well, Surprised to hear that. Uh, Brian coached uh, three years. Daryl only coached two years and change. You think a Stanley Cup appearance would have got him more leeway? Yeah, really, though. All right, so... 2010-11 Dallas Stars, another last place team. I didn't pick a lot of good teams here. Wow. So the questions are hard. I'm going to name a bunch of guys. One of these guys was not on the 2011 Dallas Stars. So you tell me which guy was not on the team. Okay. Brad Richards, Louis Erickson, Mike Ribeiro, Brandon Morrow, Patrick Sharp, Matt Niskanen, Jamie Langenbrunner, or Andrew Raycroft. So you just gave me how many names there? A bunch. Only one guy was not on the team, though. All the other ones are on the <laughs> question team. question is this. Okay, Sam Slower again. Brad Richards. This is 2010-11, you said? Yep. Okay, go ahead. Brad Richards, Louis Erickson, Mike Ribeiro, Brendan Morrow, Patrick Sharp, Matt Niskanen, Jamie Langenbrunner, Andrew Roycroft. Raycroft. Patrick Sharp, right? He wasn't there yet. Correct. Correct. Yeah, okay, cool. There's some interesting names there, though. I, you probably wouldn't have expected, right? I had a feeling all of them. I mean, I knew all of them that at least played for the show. Who are you thinking was going to be the one that I would have got tripped up on? Well, I thought 2011 is kind of late for Langenbrunner. Uh, Niskanen is someone that, yeah, and Moro. Niskanen is someone that uh, isn't known as a shark. And then Raycroft being around in 2011 was shocking to me. I had no idea oh, yeah. he was around that long. Yikes, man, that oh, guy. Yeah, I dude. mean, he wasn't even old or anything. <laughs> he was yeah, a rookie in like 03, but yeah, he stunk. All right, here's a good team, but not a good team, but a good team. The 06 Oilers. Ooh, okay. Uh, famously carried to the cup by the efforts of Dwayne Rolison. Good God. And lost in game seven, unfortunately. We don't talk about that. So they had four goalies play for them in the regular season. Who played the most games for them? Was it Juicy, UC Markinen, Mike Morrison, 
Ty Conklin or Dwayne Rollison? Ty Conklin. It was UC Markinen. Wow. Okay. Interesting. I would not have Weird guessed. That. You know who's fourth? Who? Rollison. Dwayne Rollison. Wow. Yeah, that's it's casually just goes to the cup after too. Yeah. Whatever. No big deal. It's bizarre. All right. So a team that's been neither good nor bad really most of the time, the Minnesota Wild. I'm going to give you four guys. You tell me who ranks the lowest in career point shares for the wild okay. out of these four guys. So I don't really know what point shares are, but that's how hockey reference uh, displays those pictures up at the top. So you, you mean to tell me page. that you're asking me the question of, uh, of a stat that you don't even know? Well, I don't know exactly what it's measuring, but it's, it's basically, a, <laughs> what? A, well, no, it's a catch all stat. So it's like war. You don't know what oh, war is measuring. Yeah, I really. do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, it's, it's basically a catch-all stat, but I don't know that it's a good one because I don't see anyone else use it besides hockey reference. Uh, okay. Uh, but anyway, it's basically like who was the most valuable for Minnesota according to this stat? Uh, these are not uh, the top four or anything like that. They're just four random names thrown out there. Jared Spurgeon, Zach Parise, Manny Fernandez, and Nicholas Backstrom. Who is the least valuable of those four for the Wild? Say the names again really quick. Jared Spurgeon, Zach Parise, Manny Fernandez, Nicholas Backstrom. So we have, who was the second name again? Zach Parise. We have a four, a four to D and two goalies. Yep. Um, probably, well... I feel like this is a trick question because I think Backstrom had a good run there. And Fernandez was their starter for a bit. Maybe Manny Fernandez, I guess. Surprisingly. Is it Parise? It actually is Parise. Yeah, yeah. Which is wild. Uh, Spurgeon is four all-time for them, which is shocking. Manny Fernandez, really high. Wow. Listen to this. Nick Backstrom is – their number one all-time in point shares, the most valuable player to ever play for them in their now more than 20-year history. Come on, really? Yeah, legitimately shocking. Good for him. Um, anyway, next question. We have a question about, guess what? It's another bad team. It's the uh, 2003 Nashville Predators. Okay, wow. And if anyone remembers the early Predators, or almost all the Predators teams uh, pretty much their entire history, they're not very exciting oh. offensive teams. Yeah, they're not. They're not fun teams. Um, so that's who the question's about. Oh, good. He's their leading scorer. Yep. I'll give you an over under here. Was he over or under 49 and a half points? 49 and a half. Oh, man. Uh <laughs> Is same an option on, or is it just over or under? That's that would probably well, never mind. Um, I'll go over. I'll say he had like fifty or fifty-one. He had forty-eight. I hate everything. <laughs> yeah, really fun team they had there. The I actually almost asked about their goalies. They had a really weird goaltending situation. Who was it? Now I don't remember, but it wasn't, it was right before Renee, 
but I remember I think Alex Alt was involved in somehow. Oh yeah, baby. Yeah, Alex it didn't look. Ald, let's go. Say no more. Didn't look good. All right, 2004 Vancouver Can- Canucks uh, are not a bad team. Pretty good team. Pretty interesting team. A lot going on. It's kind of a transition between the good Canucks teams of the early 2000s and what eventually became the two-time President's Trophy winning Canucks. Okay. So they, it was still the Nasland era, but you had uh, some young guys there. So, and then you had some older guys on the way out. So I have one young guy, one older guy on the way out. Who had more points, Jeff Sanderson or Ryan Kessler? Wait, for what? Is this career points you're saying? No, in that for that team in 04. Oh, uh, <laughs> that would be a very easy answer, I think, if it was yeah. clear. In 2004? Yeah. Let's go Jeff Sanderson. Correct. He had seven points and Ryan Kessler had five. Wow. Yeah. So the trick of that question is neither of them were important to the team. Thanks. And also, neither of the Sedins were top two in points. It was Nasland and then... I don't remember who number two was, but it wasn't them. Uh, uh, oh, it was Bertuzzi. It was Todd Bertuzzi. Bertuzzi, oh, Bertuzzi, who was a uh, uh, also up to some other stuff that year that was interesting. No, not a good guy that year. Yeah. Yeah. And then also on the team, Trevor Linden was still there. Wow. So, like I said, real transition. Uh, also on 04, the Van- not Vancouver, the uh, San Jose Sharks uh, had their first 100-point season, their first trip to the Western Conference Finals. I'm going to okay. give you four names. Uh, who did not have double-digit playoff points for them? For what team again, you said? The Sharks. Okay. Vincent Dampus, Patrick Marlowe, Jonathan T- Chichu, or Marco Sturm? Okay, can you repeat that one more time, please? Vincent D- Dampus, Jonathan Chichu, Patrick Marlowe, or Marco Sturm? And the question was, I mean, again? Oh, yeah. Which of these guys did not have double-digit playoff points for them? Vincent Dampus. No, he led them in playoff points wow. with 14. <laughs> okay. I, I thought about making that the question, but that would have been too hard. Yeah, Vincent D- Oh, good. Thanks for taking it easy on me. <laughs> Vincent Dampus. Really He's like 36. Um, uh, another decent team, actually. The 2002 New York Islanders. Uh, can you name two of their th- three leading scorers that year? And a hint is... Two of them played for the Sabres. One of them played the middle, not the beginning or end, relatively in the middle of his career as a Sabre. One played the very end of his career, last time he played for the Sabres. And one uh, kind of uh, got his career ended by getting knocked out of the playoffs with the Sabres, by the Sabres. Now, not that that was the exact end of his career, but spiritually it was. So just name two of those three guys. How the hell am I supposed to know this? You know, the 2002 Islanders, they're like, they're up there with like the 02 Red Wings, 08 Red Wings, 70 something Canadians, the 80s Oilers. Everyone talks about them. The only you know, thing you could do is use uh, context clues. We've joked around about giving each other ridiculous questions before. This this is ridiculous now. It's just naming two of their three leading scores. It's of the 2002 Islanders? Yeah. It's, is it, I don't, Alexi Yashin, is he one of them? Yeah. Yep. Okay. He's one of them. Um, 
two Islanders. Um, what were the other connections you said? The other two played for the Sabres. Uh, one played for the Sabres before this, and one played for the Sabres long after this, but he only played two for games for the Sabres, barely. But you will know who he is. Is the one before Michael Pekka? Yeah, there you go. You got two of the three. So I told you that wasn't hard. I guess, yeah. I think it was just like the extra explaining you gave at the end of it just kind of like made it seem more confusing in my head, but we did well, it. We made it through. Yeah, I mean... So just so everyone at home knows, Pekka is the one who didn't play the beginning or end of his career at the Sabres. Right. Yashin got his career spiritually destroyed by the Sabres, pounding the Islanders in the playoffs. And you know what? Actually, I think that was the end of Yashin's actual career, now that I think about it. So I was, it wasn't spiritual. It actually was the end of his career. After 2002? Seven. When the Sabres oh, beat him in the playoffs. Oh, you mean, okay, yeah. Sorry, gotcha. Uh, and the other one is Mark Parrish. Mark Parrish. Wow. Portland Pirates legend, Mark Parrish. Yep. Unbelievable. All right. So let's see here. We got one more question. Woohoo. And this one is a, it's about a team that's near and dear to our hearts, but it's no longer with us. It's the 2011 Atlanta Thrashers, the last Thrashers team. Oh, RIP. And a, a future Sabre future from their perspective, former mm-hmm. from our perspective. Evander Kane was on that team. He was a high draft pick. Mm-hmm. Still a young guy then. He finished fifth in scoring for them. Can you name two of the four guys, two of the four Atlanta Thrasher legends that finished ahead of him in scoring? Nick Antropov. No. Damn. All right, I'll give you I, one, one wrong really guess. I'm really good so about can, that one. No more wrong guesses, though. So can you still get two? Leading scores for the Atlanta Thrashers? Yeah. Uh, Kovalchuk, is he there at that point? No. No? Um. Oh, boy. Um. This is tough. Are they, like, no names? Like, should I know this? They're Atlanta Thrasher legends. All of them. All right, so, um. Taylor, I legitimately do not even know. Do you have any other clues you can give me? Well, you already guessed wrong twice. How should oh, we so I'm this? wrong, I guess. Okay, then who is it? It's Andrew Ladd. Oh, okay. Dustin Bufflin. I was going to guess Bufflin, too. Shit. Toby Enstrom. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. Dresher. And Brian Little. Brian Little. Wow, I forgot he was there. I think those all qualify as Atlanta Thrasher legends. Yeah, they certainly do. Certainly do. Brian Little is still with us, along with well, yeah, no, just Brian Little. Yeah, man, yeah, I guess so. I guess wow. Enstrom's probably retired. Bufflin's yep. definitely retired. Man, is Andrew Ladd retired? Mm, yeah, I think so. Isn't he, like, medically, like... Oh, right, right, right. Something like that, yeah. Man. Wow, crazy stuff, man. Wow. Do you have any uh, recommendations? Hmm... You know, I was pretty excited about Free Guy last time, so that's really I'm, – I'm just kind of sticking with that. I, I don't really have anything new. Um, yeah, I recommended Isaiah Rashad's. Those have really been kind of like the big things lately. No, I, I don't. I don't. I recommend everybody has a, a good Monday. 
What do you recommend? I want to recommend for the horror fans out there, The Empty Man on HBO Max. Very spooky. Okay. Ooh, I actually have something I want to recommend. I want to recommend a restaurant. That's a new one. Oh, all right. uh, I went to this place, Waxlight, on Chandler Street. It's like all the way down Chandler past uh, like Thin Man and the Cider Hall. Um, Phenomenal. I I was so blown away. I mean, it's pretty off the beaten path considering it's like all the way down Chandler. But it is a gorgeous place on the inside. If you're just looking to have like a real nice like night out, you know, if you have a significant other and want to take them out on like a real like nice date night. This place is what's up. Really good cocktails there. I had an apricot sour cocktail that I had like three or four of, and it was amazing. Um, really good meal too. good appetizers. Like it was, it was a really, really great spot that I was, I mean, it'd been open for, it's been open for two years, I believe, but I was pretty bummed that, uh, I had just learned about it now because I was so impressed by it. So yeah, wax light on Chandler. If you're, if you're looking for a nice night out somewhere, by all, or if you're just looking to go with a friend, I went with a buddy of mine who went and it was awesome. Like we had a really good time, good atmosphere, great, like very, very friendly staff. Uh, apparently it was opened up by, I think like five local or five people in like the local restaurant scene who all kind of cover different facets of, of restauranting between like uh, somebody who's like the head of the bar. Somebody I believe is a, like a licensed sommelier a um, couple bar managers, somebody in the kitchen too. So yeah, they got a, a good team over there. Really, really friendly staff. Like I said, great atmosphere, incredible food, good cocktails. So highly recommend. Nice. Uh, yeah. And my, my former Sabres player of the week is Mark Parrish. Mine's Jeff Sanderson. Good stuff. All right. Well, Love see that. you Thursday, everyone. See you Thursday, everybody. Thanks all. Thank you all for tuning into this episode of Straight Up Sabres presented by the Hockey Podcast Network and Buffalo Fanatics. Make sure you're checking out the Hockey Podcast Network and Buffalo Fanatics on their respective websites and wherever you stream podcasts. Check out all the great shows that both platforms are putting out. Also, as you heard at the top of the show, this show is sponsored by DraftKings Sportsbook. So make sure you are using our promo code THPN to take advantage of great deals on whatever your sporting desires are, especially with the NFL again kicking off, as we had said. So make sure you're checking out DraftKings. We'll be back with a new episode on Thursday. Thank you all so much for tuning in. This has been Straight Up Sabres. 